Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the QLips English Podcast. Hello there, QLips listeners. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have a chatterbox episode for you, and that is the series that features realistic, totally natural, unedited English conversations that are designed to help you boost your English listening, comprehension, and vocabulary skills, and then really ultimately help you become a better English speaker as well. Now, as everyone knows, becoming awesome at English requires a lot of English listening practice, and that's what you'll get here today. That's right. Hi, Andrew, and hi, everybody. In this episode, we're going to talk about the subscription economy, subscription services, and we'll get into that in just a moment. But before we do, I wanted to give a shout out to Carlos Afonso, I hope I'm saying that right, who left us a five-star rating and a nice review on Apple Podcasts. So Carlos wrote, the best podcast to learn English, five stars. Hey guys, I'm from Brazil and I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Since I started listening to it, I've been learning a lot, especially about native English expressions. Thanks a lot, guys. I hope you keep doing this excellent work because every time that I have the opportunity to help a friend with English, I always remember to mention your podcast. Woohoo, Carlos, we love hearing that. Please spread the word. Thanks so much for your review. Yeah, thanks so much, Carlos. We're happy that uh, you're learning a lot with us and we really appreciate the comments. And guys, if you want to get a shout out in an upcoming Culips episode, then just make sure to leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll do our best to read it at the start of a future episode. Now, we also have a transcript and study guide for all Culips members for this episode on our website, culips.com. It comes in a PDF version that's convenient for printing or a mobile version that looks great on smartphones, tablets, or computers. We think it's the best way to study with Culips and we highly recommend it. Now, if you're not a Culips member yet, just visit culips.com to sign up. Membership comes with a lot of perks like exclusive access to our members only series, the fluency files, an invitation to our monthly live streams, and of course, the study guides and transcripts for all our episodes. So with that being said, Suzanne, I think we should jump in and start talking about today's topic, the subscription economy. Yeah. Now, maybe we should break this down first. I think that's a good place to start with a definition. So just, you know, not necessarily the technical definition, but what comes to your mind when you hear of the subscription economy? Paying monthly, right? Mm -hmm. Paying something monthly for a monthly service the things that pop into my head first are the streaming services like Netflix, Prime Video, Disney Plus, those kinds of things, those kinds of subscriptions. How about you, Andrew? What comes to your mind when you think of subscription services? 
I think you nailed it right on the head there, Suzanne, by saying like a service that you subscribe to monthly. That is what the subscription economy is. And really why this is a big deal these days is because think about like, you know, when we were younger, I think some of the only things that my family subscribed to were like the newspaper. Yeah. And I had a subscription to some magazines. One of the magazines was called Nintendo Power. I had a Nintendo magazine subscription. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I totally would have read that if I was a friend of yours. I would have read that with you. I would have been like, hey, did you get your new Nintendo Power? (laughs) Do you remember in magazines, there used to be the little subscription card? Yes. And you could fill it out, write your address on it, and maybe send a check in the mail and then you would subscribe to the magazine and it would arrive in the mail every month? Yes, absolutely. And I think it's interesting that both of us immediately think of like TV subscriptions now as opposed to magazine, which is totally what I used to have as well. Mm -hmm. I also used to subscribe to like Scholastic magazine Ah, Scholastic, the book club subscription. Yeah, so really getting things in the mail, like a physical mail service of books or magazines or comic books. So that's interesting how it's changed. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was maybe the motivation for other services, right? It's like that was so successful back in the day and... Now we've seen that model applied to so many different things. Like you mentioned, streaming services online. But really, you know, that was kind of just the next step from cable TV coming to our TV to the internet. Right. But then we saw the expansion of it, like with streaming music services, which It's kind of a new thing, right? Before we had the radio. Yeah. But you never really had to pay for the radio. So it was always free. Now we have to pay for, you know, Spotify or Apple Music or some of the other streaming services. Yeah. But it's not just limited to media, also software. And there are different gift boxes and so many different things. You totally reminded me. I mean, yeah, I pay monthly for Microsoft Word, right? Mm -hmm. And Microsoft Office. I pay monthly, or I guess I paid a year fee because it was cheaper. Um, (laughs) If you pay it once. (laughs) But also, right, software like Adobe tools and things like that that you might pay monthly for. Wow, I totally forgot about that. Even Zoom. We're talking on Zoom right now and... I pay a monthly fee for that. Exactly. Yeah, because think about it again, back, you know, when we were younger, when we were kids, a great example is Microsoft Office, right? Microsoft Office came out. What would you do? You would go to the store, buy the software package. It would come on a CD-ROM. You would install it on your computer and that was it. It was a one-time purchase. Yeah. But now so many different software manufacturers, Zoom, Microsoft, Adobe, they've all changed to this monthly subscription model where the upfront cost is a lot cheaper, right? You're only paying, oh, I mean, everybody's got a different price, but maybe between 5 to $15 a month 
for access to those services. So it's, it's really interesting how things have changed. Okay, so there are so many different subscriptions out there, Andrew, but what subscriptions do you subscribe to? Which ones do you pay for? Immediately, Netflix comes to mind. That's probably the most obvious one. I think Netflix is such an awesome resource these days just for really watching TV, but also for my Korean language studies. It is the best place to practice Korean and learn Korean because of all the Korean language content they have, plus the subtitles that they have and some of the other tools that they have. It makes it an awesome learning resource. So Netflix is the one that I use all the time, but I also have a Spotify subscription, which is my main music service that I use. Just last week, I signed up for YouTube Premium, the trial version. So I'm testing it out to see if it would be a good fit for me. So with YouTube Premium, you get ad-free episodes, which is huge. And you know, you're still supporting the creators on YouTube, but you don't have to watch the ads at the same time. So that's very nice. There's also a music component of that. Oh, that's great. I'm signed up to Headspace, which is a meditation app. Hmm. I have a Zoom account. And here at Culips, we have an Adobe account as well so that we can do Photoshop and video editing and audio editing with some of their software. Yeah. That's all that comes to mind at the moment. I've used also exercise apps in the past that have been on a subscription model. But that's quite a few, right? That's like at least five or six <laughs> that I'm signed up for. Totally. That's really good. Yeah, I also have Netflix. So here in Canada, I don't know if you know Crave. Crave is a streaming service that has like HBO and Stars and Showtime and like those kind of cable channels that are more US-based, I would say, like HBO. It's where all the good stuff is on HBO. Right. So you can't just get an HBO Max subscription here in Canada. So you have to subscribe to Crave. It's kind of like the Bell companies put a bunch of those channels together, almost like a cable, but not quite streaming. And it's called Crave. And so I pay for that. I pay for Disney Plus. I'm a Amazon Prime member. So I get Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video, mm -hmm. Netflix. What's tricky though, is for example, on Crave, you'll pay for, you know, say 20 bucks a month. And then if you want to watch a movie that's like newer or like just outside of the subscription, it's like another 20 bucks to rent that movie or something like that. So they get you, they get you all the time. Mm -hmm. That's why I like Netflix. It's pretty standard and they don't have those little add-ons or extra hidden fees in their subscription. I also have a couple of like magazine subscriptions. There's a magazine out of Europe called Flow that's amazing. It's really artistic. The paper is beautiful. I've actually hung up some of the pages I've torn out of the book and hung them up on the wall. They're beautiful. Wow. I highly recommend checking it out. Flow, like go with the flow. And also 
A friend of mine got me a Causebox subscription. Causebox. What's that? Causebox. It's kind of like a lifestyle box. Like there's some beauty products and a tea kettle and like candles or a blanket or serving spoons, but they're all ethically made from artisans all over the world and companies that are doing good. So Mm. it's companies that are like maybe green or companies that are giving back to their communities, giving jobs to people, this kind of stuff. So it's not mass produced. So someone had gotten me that subscription and then I continued it for a little while. So Causebox is C-A-U-S-E, like a good cause? Yeah, like a good cause, exactly. Now, I know in Montreal, like when I used to live in Montreal, actually, I was subscribed to Lufa. Actually, it wasn't delivered to my house. It was delivered to a convenience store in my neighborhood. And every week I would go to the convenience store and there would be a plastic container of the vegetables that I ordered. They would deliver them right to the, the store there. It was from farm to my table. We, we do the same thing. Yeah, it's still there, Lufa. But Lufa has expanded to not just vegetables. So it's also like meats and cheeses and all kinds of things. And there's a pickup point. Now, because they're so popular in certain areas, they can't have it at the convenience stores, they have huge trucks that are at specific points Mm. around Montreal, and you just go to the truck and pick up your box. Wow. I can only imagine that this year business was incredible for them. Absolutely. It must have been perfect timing for a business like that. And yeah, even when I was a customer of theirs, you know, around five years ago when I lived in Montreal, the plastic boxes that they would have all of the vegetables and fruit in were already stacked like really high in the convenience store. (laughs) Like It was almost taking over the store. So that makes a lot of sense that they moved. They have. And so there's a bunch of like, you know, like moving trucks, like big trailers kind of Mm -hmm. with these plastic boxes. But we do a weekly subscription called Seconde Vie or Second Life. Mm Mm-hmm. It's actually called Ugly Veggies. So they're all apparently the veggies that farmers would throw out mm. because they maybe the carrots have like two two branches of carrot or maybe the tomatoes a little like weird looking, but they're still delicious and organic. So we pay like 30 bucks a week, I think, for organic vegetables. And we go to the convenience store and we pick them up in the box. Interesting. (laughs) It's like our Wednesday evening walk. Mm -hmm. It's really saved us through the pandemic because it's just something to do. It's like, we know we have to go out every Wednesday, take a walk, snow, rain, whatever. And we go pick up the vegetables and the dog gets a walk and voila, there they are in the box. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, I know there are many other different types of subscription services, and you hinted at some here with like that cause box. Yeah. And there are some subscriptions for clothes even. You know, you can get a new shirt every month or a new tie every month, new socks, new underwear, new razors. 
I haven't done that one. I don't know if it's available here in Korea, but that one to me, when I heard that they were doing razor boxes with different razor brands and different shaving products, that one piqued my interest. So I might have to try that someday. There's also makeup, right? You get the subscription. So like every month or every three months, you know, whatever rate of use your makeup use is or different kinds of beauty products. There's socks, there's underwear, there's different types of clothes. You know, you can get curated fashion toys. Yeah, it's really cool. So Sue, I think we should wrap up here soon, but let's finish with one last question. Okay. If you had to choose only one subscription service that you currently have, if you had to whittle it down to just one, (laughs) maybe you're trying to save some money or just cut back on your spending or something, what would you choose? It would be Netflix. I would forego the vegetables. (laughs) I would just go pick up my darn vegetables at a regular store. You'd start a garden. I'll start a garden. I'll buy some grow lights and, you know, seed some veggies, go fishing in the lake. I don't know. Yeah, I think just because I'm finding Netflix to be so beneficial for my Korean studies, I would choose Netflix as well. Although Spotify, I use all the time too to listen to music. It's tough. I have Spotify also, and I love it. Oh, I also have a chess.com premium subscription as well to play chess. Oh. That might be a tough one to give up. Let me ask you this. In the worst case scenario, if Mm -hmm. you were like, you know what? Whoa, I've lost my job. You know, economy is really bad. I really need to make, make some cuts. You could probably find a computerized chess game or, you know, play real chess. Exactly. Yeah. You could probably just go on YouTube and like Google the songs or figure it out with the music. I feel like you could do the free version of Spotify, for example. Yeah, you just have to listen to the ads after every song almost. (laughs) And you'd probably be like, okay, for the next year, I can listen to some ads knowing that there's an end in sight. Yeah. But Netflix, I feel like... There's no replacing it. No, you're absolutely right. That's a very good point. There's no alternative. You can't watch Netflix with ads. Although that would be an interesting idea. I wonder if they'll do that someday, have a free service with ads. That's called TV. <laughs> oh, That's TV. It's called oh. television. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's just called TV <laughs> on demand. We'll leave it at here for today. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to our chat about the subscription economy. And guys, we're really curious about what you subscribe to. So let us know. You could send us an email. Our address is contact at culips.com. And yeah, just send us a message. Tell us what you subscribe to. What do you think the advantages of the subscription economy are? What are some of the disadvantages? We didn't really get into that in this episode, but I would like to know what people think about that. So let us know. Now, if you are a Cube subscriber, thank you so much. But if you're not a member yet, then 
you can visit our website, qloops.com, to learn about all of the benefits that you get when you sign up and become a member. Now, becoming a member is the best way to support us, but it's not the only way. You could also tell your friends who are learning English to check us out. You could follow us on social media, or you could leave us a five-star review, five-star rating, and a nice review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you use. So that brings us to the end of today's episode, everyone, but we'll be back soon with another brand new one, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye, guys.